You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Join Sharon as she discusses the human experience of creating and maintaining relationships of all kinds, from friendships to family and everything in between. And now, here's Sharon. Welcome to another episode of Ship Talking, 97.9 The Hills weekly show where we talk about relationships of all types. I am your host, Sharon Levine, and this is a super special show for me because I have invited on an old student of mine, Miss Kyra Henderson is here to join me today. Kyra. Hi, Kyra. Hello. Hello, 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 Miss Levine. Oh my gosh, like called you Miss Levine. Um, throwback moment. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Kyra was a high school junior, my goodness, when we first met. Um, she was the loveliest student, and I feel so fortunate to have taught her back in the day. <laughs> Kyra is now 26 years old, and she is currently working at the Civil Rights Museum in Memphis, Tennessee. She also is an incredible interpretive African-American history and motivational and spiritual speaker who hosts her own YouTube channel where she covers everything from African-American history to budgeting as a college student to navigating faith, love, and relationships. Um, Kyra, I am so thankful that you agreed to come on and hang out with me today. Thank you so much for being here. Thank you so much for having me. So I'm looking forward to this conversation. (laughs) Why don't you start with just telling us a little bit about yourself. And so give us your background, who you are, uh, what you do, where you're from, and how you got interested in starting this YouTube channel. Oh, absolutely. So um, everyone, I am Kyra for like the 50th time. (laughs) Um, I am a native of Mississippi, have As my grandmother would say, born, raised, and bred here in the state of Mississippi. I went to the University of Mississippi. That's where I went to college and majored in journalism. Graduated and did not go right into journalism, but didn't know that those skills were going to be vital a little later on. So um, my minor actually was African-American studies. And so I kind of tapped into that when I went and started working for the Civil Rights Museum. So I was like, wow, I did. Hey, in some way, got a chance to utilize my degree in both ways because I speak, talk to thousands of people and, you know, give tours and talk about this history. So being a broadcast major certainly helped with that. (laughs) So I got a chance to um, tour some people that I never in this life thought I would do. I got a chance to give a tour to Paul McCartney. So that was Oh, my goodness. That's incredible. (laughs) Yes, I was laughing because I remember one of the people at the museum was like, hey, you got a chance to do something that most people give their left lung to do. So, you know, (laughs) so I got a chance to meet him and just so many other people and educate them on a story that is so vital to the American fabric. That is the very thing I think that holds us together. Absolutely. And past that, you know, have been in Mississippi, have been able to see a lot of different things, meet a lot of different people. And, you know, now with the YouTube channel, I started the channel, actually, which is funny, years ago, and I abandoned it completely. I completely abandoned it. It's like I put up one video, it was like sayonara for three (laughs) or four years. And I ended up revamping it because as I was, you know, as I speak every day, you know, would see thousands of guests. Like, I I hate it because some guests come back and literally like, 
hey, do you remember me? Toward my family. It's like, oh, yes. <laughs> I'm sorry, I don't really remember you. But um, I remember, you know, just talking to so many different guests, and they would be like, hey, so dude, like, where can we hear you outside of work, whatever? And everyone just kept saying, you know, you should put your voice, you know, on on like on the screen. Like, you should put your voice and your face on the screen and talk or whatever. And I was like, oh, yeah, that, that sounds like a pretty cool idea. So I started doing Black History Reports. Yep. Where the very stories I would talk about in the museum, I started actually putting those on, you know, like on video, put them on my channel. It did okay. And then the more and more I got invested in other types of stories. So the YouTube channel itself, as always, this description I give for it, I built it to be a channel that helps people um, in particular, it's, it's really centered around young people, mm -hmm. but to help people become the best, their best selves through faith, lifestyle, and growing to be their, you know, to be the best selves. So that's one of the things I wanted to make sure I did. But what is included in all of that, trying to help people be their best selves in relationships, trying to help people be their best selves with their finances, how to tackle anxiety, depression, and being a person that's of faith in a world that's so against, like, you know, having your own religion. Like, everyone is not as understanding as they want to be. Yeah. So that's really what the channel is. And um, tapping into relationships, that's one of the things that people don't get. Everything else in your life, that's what it starts with. And yeah, absolutely. if you are not able to master a relationship, it's going to be kind of a hard, rocky road in this thing called life. <laughs> and and Pretty awesome. I think you are such a beautiful speaker. Like I, I said it in my in my opening. It's been so fun for me to watch you over the years, blossom into who you are. How did you find your voice? How did you recognize that public speaking or doing something with the goal of helping people better themselves? Like how did you fall into that? How did you realize that was something you wanted to do? I would definitely have to say, so being a Mississippian, a black woman in Mississippi is n number one. Um, it's hard in itself. For me, I would have to say that inspiration, of course, you know, it comes from God. I'm a very, very big faith driven person, but my grandmother, my grandmother's story is truly one of triumph, but tragedy at the same time. Uh, my my great grandfather was actually murdered by a man. Um, it was it was a very racist driven you know situation, and he was murdered in the late seventies in Mississippi. And you know when you think about the impact that that had, because they lost. My grandmother lost a son, and then she lost her husband shortly after. They both were racist-driven situations, you know. So when I think about the strength that she had, it encourages me. Now, that's my mother's uh, side of the family. My father's side, though, this lady is beyond incomparable because she was literally there working during Freedom Summer. She wow. would be there every year when there was an election. She would be there every year when they would have like these different seminars and they'll have the new SNCC meetings. And I had no idea. And then when I got older, I didn't even realize that they had a street name after my grandmother until I think I was like 13. And she always fed that energy into me about never ever being ashamed of who you are and understanding that your voice not only matters, but it's needed. It's essential. 
and she had a way of just making people around her feel included. Like you would be the shyest person. And she had a way of making my friends feel so comfortable. And I was like, he said 10 words more around you than he has said like in the entire five months I've known him. Like, and so I, I loved her spirit. But um, I, I was around her a lot growing up and she's an elder and I'm very big on the elders. I love elders. Like the wisdom is needed, it's necessary, and it's a balance. And they keep you from enduring a lot of things you don't want to have to go through. And so with her strength and with my faith and then realizing that I had to stop ignoring who I really was because a person, the type of person that I was from really young, I always knew, I think I said, my mom would say, yeah, that's, 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 that's the ticket there. Your mouth is probably going to be the, the money maker, maybe. I don't know. But I, I was not as vocal coming up because, honestly, I was, I was wanting to fit in, but I just never could figure out how. Not realizing I was so different. And it took me being pulled to the side. I think my father actually told me, that. I said, don't try so hard to fit in when you're so meant to stand out. So I just came into my own, like, you know, being continuously wrapped around people who was allowing a space for me to be who I am, my family, that helped me. Well, I think... But it was, it was not as easy with friends. Well, yeah, yeah. Well, I, I want to hear more about that, but I just have to say, Kyra, I'm glad I asked that question because it makes it makes so much sense. Like you speak, you speak about these very topical, challenging topics with such an eloquence, with such an honesty. And I think that is is so powerful. And so um, again, we have to stop because we have to transition transition on to break. But um, I I think I just wanted to to say again, I'm so grateful for you that you're you're joining me today, and I'm really um, proud of of the work you're doing right now. Thank you. Thank you so much. <laughs> All right. Well, that's it for right now. We'll be back in a few minutes to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. Welcome back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I am your host, Sharon Levine, joined by Kyra Henderson, who I'm so happy to have with us today, a former student of mine who hosts her own YouTube channel. Um, Kyra, you were telling us about your your family and your grandmothers and how they're, they've been a source of, of strength to you over the years, and you speak so regularly and passionately about um, your connections and your friendships and your relationships on your YouTube channel. And you've also been really open about like, your dating life and your story. Um, so I'm just interested in, in what inspired you to start the Relationship Goals is Reality series on your YouTube channel. And how did you get to a point where you're so comfortable talking about something that a lot of people have a lot of hard times talking about? Oh, yeah. Relationship goals is reality. Oh, yes. Please uh, check it out. These couples get very authentic. Like, yeah. they go deep into talking about their themselves and what it took for them to get to that place. But what really helped me was, so 
Um, I follow this pastor. His name is Pastor Michael Todd, Transformation Church. Shout out to Tulsa, Oklahoma. That church is phenomenal. It's non-denominational, so that means anyone is welcome. That's what I love about it. And I watched him do a series talking about nothing but relationships. He talked about dating. He talked about being engaged and all of that stuff. And he's older than I am. And I was just like, oh my gosh, he's really helping me. You know, he talked about singleness and all of that stuff. And so I was like, this is this is so incredible because, you know, people my age, because I'm 26 years old, people my age do not think that they look at their parents, they look at their grandparents, they see them be married for 20, 30 something years, right. but they don't think that it's for them. So I was like, you know what? I'm going to get some couples who are the same age as me and not just couples, but people who are in different stages of relationships, whether they're trying to build a better relationship with themselves, building a better relationship with others, or building a better relationship within their marriage, get couples together and talk about how, guess what? Even in 2020, you still have the ability to make relationship goals your reality. And it's possible through having effective tools of communication, understanding, it's the part that people have trouble with, forgiveness. If you do not have the power to forgive, no relationship is going to work. Because the power of forgiveness is a completely necessary. Because most times, relationships crumble and fall. Right. Because of the fact people are not willing to forgive those when they feel wrong or offended. And offense is the gateway to defense, and defense is the gateway to not having a relationship at all. And people have to understand that that's, that, like, that literally opens the door. And so with going through those motions, I realized after talking to all those couples and different people, I was like, People are going to be like, I'm doing this series, but she ain't saying nothing about what's going on with her. How's she going to sit here and sit? So I decided, I said, well, you know what? It's not a, it's not a thing because I'm like, I'm single, you know, because I, you know, I believe you're single until you're married. Not, now, if you're dating and engaged, it don't mean you're single. But, you know, in the eyes of God and the eyes of the law, you're not married. You know, you're single until you are married. The ring is on the finger and the paper is stamped. <laughs> And so I got to talking about my relationship experiences from college and everything um, because of the fact I realized when I looked on social media, I saw so many hurt women and young girls. I looked on Instagram, see so many horror pics and stuff like that. People being in situations that literally could transform their lives forever. Right. And wanting to help the other young girls and not even just young girls, but young men understand that this does not have to be you. Like understand I went through it. And if I can get over the hurdle, you can too. You're not me, but you can be better than me at the age you are. So that's, that's one of the things I wanted to do. But Kyra, how did, how are you able to get to that point? Cause I think a lot of, singles, I was originally thinking women, but I think men and women in their 20s, just like don't, don't get there and are in a relationship because they're supposed to be in a relationship because that's what people do. They get married, they have kids, they have a family. Like, how did you get to the point where you were able to kind of see past these societal pressures to just do what's expected of you and really think more deeply about fit and about future and about what is what is healthy and strong 
Yes. So I'm going to give you two answers for that then. Okay. I would say really one, when it comes to me personally, it was my faith. Okay. I'm going to go back to that series because that series really helped me. He broke down how it starts with yourself. That series really brought me out of a very dark place because I was on the struggle bus when it came to relationships because I felt like I was going on this endless cycle. I went through a season of going through spiritual songs. There's a musician everyone should listen to. His name is Jonathan McReynolds. He's phenomenal. He had a song called Cycles, and he was talking about this endless world of falling back into the same pitfalls, whether it's shame or anxiety, depression, issues in relationships. Like, it was a beautiful song. And so I listened to that, and then I started just, it, it started tugging on me. I felt like it was God really tugging on me. It's like, hey, you know, if you make one step towards me, I'll make two steps towards you, right? So that's one of the things that really helped me. I'm going to speak to people, though, because, you know, like I'm also just a human being. So I'm also still human, okay? I'm going to speak when it comes to people who are not just super faith-driven or this, this, and that when it comes to God. The number one thing you have to do, because I did this, block out everyone. Even, like, block out everyone. You have to block out everyone's voice. You can't listen to your friends. You can't listen even to your parents. You have to block out everyone's voice. And you have to ask yourself, like, I literally would sit and talk to myself in the mirror. You have to literally sit and talk to yourself and ask yourself, is this something I truly want to say I want to have? Like, is this something I really want? Yeah. The problem is when it comes to a lot of times with relationships, people are doing what is expected of them, what they think people expect of them. And they're also trying to meet a certain standard that is not even their own. And what I came to find out, find out is that so many people that probably are married or talking about getting married, it's not even them doing the talking. It's their parents talking about it. It has nothing to even do with them. They haven't opened their mouths not one time to say that they want to actually get married. So what got me to that place was shutting everyone out. You have to have... Um, what I what I call it, I, I so I I call it, I think I talked about this in the relationship goes to reality series. I call it the the method of discovery and recovery. You can look at it in two ways. <laughs> discovery, you are discovering, you know, that that relationship with God, or if like I said, if you're not super faith based, you're discovering that relationship back with yourself. Use that time when you are not with someone to discover yourself again. And recovery means you are recovering. You're in a season of healing and also a season of triumph. Discovering yourself is also important with recovering from the pain because the more you get to know yourself in that season of not being with anybody, you're able to see like, wow, Jonathan really wasn't for me (laughs) because he was very controlling and my personality is so outgoing, but he never wanted me to go out with my friends. And when you, that's why I said that, the biggest tool separating yourself from what I call the parasites like you got to separate like you don't want to consider people in your life parasites but they can be very harmful when it comes to your well-being because no one knows what's better for you than you like no one knows what's best for you than you assessing your situation I think that's important too it's such a scary process for people to start going through it's so hard it is so many people yeah It's hard for them to go there yeah, because of the, they don't want to, they're scared of running into facing things that they, they know that they always knew were there, 
but they're scared to face it on their own. Or yeah, because exactly. The idea of leaning on yourself for, yes. for often the first time. Kyra, I hate to have to wrap up this session, but we're out of time. Um, I'm going to be back with you in just a few minutes and throw some more questions your way. Thank you so much for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. We'll be right back. You're listening to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. We'll be back with more after this on 97.9 The Hill. And now back to Ship Talking with Sharon Levine. Once again, here's Sharon. Welcome back to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. I'm your host, Sharon, joined by Miss Kyra Henderson. Kyra, Chapel Hill. (laughs) Chapel Hill is a college town. Like, Oxford is a college town. Um, I'm so happy to have you on. I've had a lot of, like, 30-somethings on recently because that's, you know, how old I am. But uh, I want to bring in a lot of different thoughts and perspectives. What advice would you have for someone your age or maybe someone just kind of transitioning out of college into the real world for the first time, like what would you tell them about relationships, about navigating the dating scene? Yeah. What advice do you have? Um, I absolutely have to say, so for people, whether they are faith-based, like they have super strong relationship with God, or even if they don't, if they just believe in some type of, you know, faith-based relationship that they believe in prayer itself, I would say to ask for discernment, pray for discernment, but you have to have discernment within yourself. What do I mean by that is weeding out the people who are meant to be in your life for a lifetime and people who are only meant to be there for a season. You have to be able to determine whether or not these people are going to eat. (laughs) You have to be able to determine, yeah, because you 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 can think in terms of like, think about insurance whether these people are going to be assets to you or liabilities assets give to you liabilities take from you and if you feel like you're in that type of relationship whether it's friends whether it's dating whether you're engaged or a future spouse those are the relationships you have to reevaluate like i said everyone has to be put into a different category whether they are like the branches of a tree one minute they're loyal one minute they're not or if they are like the roots People you know that are not going anywhere. What you have to do is assess the people in your life. So as a young woman, I would say to other young men and young women, pray and ask for discernment and be very cautious when entering any new situation. Do not be afraid or think that it's wrong to take your time. That's that's the number one thing you have to remember. Take your time. There's no rush to this. Like when, when you're in your, your younger 20s and stuff, whatever, and your mid-20s, there, there's no rush. There's absolutely no rush. I'm 26, and I'm still not married, ladies, okay? <laughs> it's no rush. Kyra, this this show is so short. It's too short. I want to sit with you and talk with you forever. <laughs> um, I love listening to you. If one of our listeners wants to continue listening to you, how can they find you? Tell us about your podcast. Tell us about how our listeners can connect with you. Yeah. Oh, absolutely. So my YouTube channel, please, um, if you go to YouTube, type in Kyra Henderson, K-Y-R-A-H-E-N-D-E-R-S-O-N, Kyra Henderson. Um, That is me on YouTube. You'll see me pop up. And um, on Instagram, you can find me, K the Original. And Kyra Henderson is me on Facebook. So I post videos. Um, I have a segment actually coming out on 
Sunday. That's closed because it was so quick. I got all the people in, but a segment, it's called the 2020 Ladies Roundtable Discussion, where we're actually going to be talking about a lot of topics that are faced um, amongst, you know, women and the things we deal with. Self-care, anxiety, all those different things. So please definitely tune in, and I hope for more to come. <laughs> and thanks, you, thank you so much. Thank you so much, Miss Levine, for having me on your show. This has truly, truly been an honor. So I just, I'm so thankful for you asking me to come on. Oh, me, I'm so grateful you come on. This has been so fun for me, Kyra. I hope you come back. <laughs> and thank you so thank much you. for listening to Ship Talking on 97.9 The Hill. If you haven't already, subscribe to us on Apple Podcasts. Drop us five stars and a like. No, five stars in a review there it is because that that helps us out and catch us next week thanks so much you've been listening to ship talking with sharon levine on 97.9 the hill for more episodes visit the on-demand page of our website chapelboro.com